0: listening to pet candy
1: this show is brought to you by petsy get instant access to veterinary professionals when you need them download petsy today
0: hey everybody welcome to scoop with shay here we talk all things animals but first let's get to know each other i'll tell you guys a little bit about myself since we're gonna be talking for a little while. Anyway, I am a content creator for YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, any social media, pretty much, you name it. I make plant-based cooking tutorials for Pet Candy Magazine because let's face the real facts here, pretty much anything can be made vegan. It's pretty awesome. Also, I love animals, so I love that I get to experiment with cooking food that doesn't require me to have animals in the food. It's amazing. Anyway, I also make entertaining videos with my horse, Rocket, on my YouTube channel, Shay's Way, and TikTok, Shane Rocket. I've been a competitive equestrian for about 12 years, and I do both show jumping and three-day eventing. I've also kind of dabbled in almost every equestrian discipline, so I'm basically just an all-around horse lover. I'm also a very proud dog mom of a little chihuahua named Jazz and American Staffordshire Terrier named Percy. And yes, if you put the dots together, my dear listeners, he is named after the Percy Jackson book series. I'm also a total book nerd. Okay, that's enough about me. I hope you guys got enough to learn a little bit about who you're listening to. But what we're really here to talk about, of course, is the animals. Love the animals. So today, I want to start off our first episode with a special guest please welcome the lovely Caitlin Palmer. Hi
1: everybody, how are you doing? hi Caitlin. We are doing so good, how are you? I'm doing good. It's been a long day here at the clinic. Ooh,
0: what kind of day did you have so far?
1: Well, it was surgery day. So before the door is even open, we got them lining up. <laughs> so we got to get everybody checked in. We got to get everybody in their kennels, get them comfy. Anybody who's got to have blood work before their procedure. It's just the whole thing.
0: Oh my goodness. That sounds very extensive, but fun.
1: It can be. It, it It is. And we had someone bring in three kittens and they were honestly three of, like all kittens are cute, but these kittens were especially cute the little orange one was making little biscuits just on the cage it was so sweet oh my goodness it's so cute did you get to go in
0: and see the surgeries
1: i didn't get to today but i have in the past and i really like surgery
0: looks really interesting sure.
1: it is it's not it's not for the faint of heart but it's it's really cool i like it <laughs>
0: Well, guys, Caitlin has her own podcast called Bees and Queens with Caitlin Palmer on Pet Candy. What, what? Yes. And she also has the desk wench at Vet Candy. So. What? Yes. If you haven't checked those out, I highly suggest you do. And she's also a comedian turned veterinary receptionist. So, all in all, the coolest person. You're too sweet. I love you. I think you're the coolest person. Oh, thank you. Okay, we'll both be cool together. How about that?
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, let's do it.
0: I love it. All right. So the irony here, guys, is that a few weeks ago, I was actually a guest on Caitlin's podcast. So I love how we're switching it up. Yes! It's iconic. So before we get into the juicy stuff, do you want to tell the viewers anything more about yourself and your podcast?
1: Well, so as you said, I have two. So vet candy is geared more towards veterinary professionals. Pet candy is more for pet parents. So there's a little, there's something for everybody. So if you don't really care about the business aspect, the client care aspect, then hop on over to Bees and Queens and we'll talk to some iconic pet parents. And it's, it's just either way is great.
0: Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. I love it. So much information in two podcasts. So fun
1: so fun so much fun i love it oh
0: my gosh yay amazing so today we're here to talk about something very recent and also relevant to what you do and it's also a little bit troubling in the pet loving community so recently veterinarians across the country have really been struggling with an overabundance of our furry patients and this can be frustrating for both pet owners who can't get their pets in like an appointment and then also i'm sure the veterinarians who are totally overbooked with appointments so have, yeah. You, yeah, have you seen our experiences in the veterinary hospital you work at?
1: Yes, absolutely. We're lucky because of where we're located. There are a lot of clinics in our area. So we we have been lucky in that we are able to accommodate most people. But there have been days, you know, we close at 5. That doesn't mean anything. You might leave at 7. You know, you might leave at 6. If you leave at 5.45, you're doing good. You know, it's so much. And as you know, over over the pandemic, Everybody got puppies, you know, or, or dogs, which is great. You know, it's wonderful that all these babies have homes, but the pu- new puppy has to have shots. The older pets, you, you're around, you're home more, you're noticing more things that are going on with them. And it's really overwhelmed some of the vet community.
0: Oh, my goodness. It sounds really, like, really hard to deal with, actually. How do you guys deal with it when there's just, like, so many new pets in, the, in your
1: veterinary clinic? Sure. If it's something that's not sick. So, for example, you just got a new puppy. You know, I'm going to try to get you in maybe a later appointment. There's nothing wrong. Yes, we do need to get those shots. We'll get you on the schedule. As opposed to my pet's sick, you know, or my pet's got this going on. My pet just got injured. Well, that needs to be seen sooner. So, we try to kind of delegate to days and times and then all your doctors are different too. So at our clinic, we have one doctor who's like, triple book me. Don't turn anybody away. And then we have one doctor who's like, I can only do what I can do. So it's just all kinds.
0: Oh, wow. And what can pet owners do to get their pets in an appointment? Like, uh, especially if they are just got a new puppy or so, and they really need, or let's say they like really need to get the shots. Like I know a lot of people are expressing frustrations over it. What can they do to get like the fastest appointment and really get on it?
1: Sure. I would recommend if you, like, for example, if you know you're going to be getting a puppy, I've had a few people do this, say, you know, the puppy will be ready in two weeks to go home. Like it's still a baby, baby can't be taken away from its mama yet. So they'll go ahead and call and make that appointment. And then I've got you. I've got you on the books. You're good. You've got that appointment. It's okay if you don't have a name for the baby yet. We'll just name it puppy. And then if we get a name, we'll fix it. Oh, that's actually so smart. I love that. You know, and sometimes you don't know. You know, you can be just a spur of the moment thing. Down here, there's always people at Walmart giving away puppies and... So many people get Walmart puppies, you know, and it's like, oh yeah, no, they definitely need vaccines. I know some places, animal shelters are helping with your, your more basic things like vaccines. So if you're not able to get into a veterinarian in your area, that might be an option.
2: We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. If you love your pet as much as I do, you need Petsy. It's a free app that you can download in the app store and it is amazing. For only $20, you can talk or video chat with a veterinary professional immediately, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. When you have questions about your pet's health, just Petsy it. Download the app today.
0: Yeah, that's true. I remember um, when I was looking for a puppy and also I was looking for rescues originally too, I noticed a lot of the animal shelters were doing like the microchipping in the first mm-hmm. time. So that was really interesting. I thought I was like that the vet did it, but it seems like they've sure. kind of taking a new step into it. Pretty cool. And uh, you know, being stuck at home, a lot of people have as you said, uh, popped on the pet owning pet wagon. And it's so fun, we love our pandemic pets, of course. For truthfully, do you think most people are really prepared for taking care of an animal or a pet? Do you think maybe the pandemic has made it a little bit
1: more difficult in a way? I think there's a little bit of both. I think people, some people have had time to really think and research maybe what breed is right for them. But on the opposite end of that spectrum, someone thought, oh, this is a gorgeous dog and not thinking, oh, wait, that needs to run like 45 miles a day. And I live in an apartment, (laughs) you know, so there, I believe there's going to be both sides. I have noticed a lot of people calling with puppies to get vaccinations more than ever before. People with their older pets noticing little things more than ever before, people have been more compliant with their heartworm and flea prevention, which if you don't know, heartworm is spread by mosquitoes. So not from pet to pet, by they're transmitted by mosquitoes. So it's very important, especially in, in our area here in the, the butt crack of the South, to have them on a heartworm prevention all year long. So I've seen both sides of that.
0: Yeah, that's really smart actually, especially with the heartworm prevention thing that you mentioned. I feel like a lot of pet owners don't take that seriously in the places where right. there are like that like luckily where I live it's not as big of a deal so I don't have to worry about it too much but we have like the ticks definitely so you got to keep uh-huh. awareness for that but luckily the heartworm is not as big
1: that's awesome I know I was reading some places because we're in the deep south so it's all year long I mean the mosquitoes are national bird I got bit by a mosquito yesterday I was like what the heck
0: I literally, I can't stand mosquitoes. Like, I know I'm an animal-loving podcast, but I don't count them as animals, you know?
1: They don't. They're not. They're They're not. They're rude. (laughs) They're rude. They're disgusting. They're like the Karens of the insect world.
0: Oh, my God. Speaking (laughs) of Karens, do you have a funny, like, Karen story from working at the vet clinic?
1: Oh, my gosh. I have so many. Probably my most recent one that was a like a really bad karen so she called and this was during like the height of the pandemic and we were doing curbside only if you needed product we would bring it out to your car well she's immune suppressed so i understand she's concerned that's fine and she would ask us to put you know her (laughs) medicine so we would take their medicine out and put them on the car and then she'd get out the car when we left It, it was fine i get it well she called and she needed some medicine and she has a multi-pet household. I have no room to talk. I have a multi-pet household too. And one of them, she needed the medicine you put on their back. And I looked at her account. She's gotten two different ones in the past. So, well, did you mean this one or this one? And she says, this one. I said, okay, are you sure? Now, that's not your heart and your flea. That's just your flea. She says, just whatever I got last time. Like, she was getting real cranky. I was like, okay, well, that was this one. So, okay, got her that one. She comes to pick up her medicines. We bring them out. She goes home. The next day, it was either the next because she came late. So yeah, it was the next day. She calls and she asks if my coworker's there. I said, "No, ma'am, sorry, she's not here. Can I help you with anything?" She says. I got all the way home and you gave me the wrong medicine. And now I have to come all the way back into town because you misunderstood me. Like she wouldn't stop, you know? And I did the whole, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, and it's like, oh, well, you know, come back. We'll swap it out. No worries. And she's like, I have to come all the way back into town. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry because you weren't going to come into town to get a damn coffee anyway. Like it was really ugly. I almost hung up on her. I've never hung up on a client. But she was so like she wouldn't stop, and I'm like, it's not my fault. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> and if she hadn't been ugly, Tammy Shay, I would have like driven it to her house and left it on her porch. Like I've done that for people before. Like it's it's not like I don't mind. I will help you. I will bend over backwards for you if you're nice to me. But she wasn't.
0: She's very rude. She did not. Deserve She's very her. rude. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. Well, it sounds like you handled the Karens pretty well. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did it
1: resolve? Did she end up getting her... um She ended up coming back, and she, like, the the way our lobby is, when you walk in, like, there's me, and, like, a lot of people stop at me just because of the way our desks are arranged. They stop at me, and then sometimes they go past me to my coworker. Most of the time, they just make a line, and she has to be like, hey, I can help you over here. And so this lady, like, makes a point to walk past me, like, huff past me. And I'm like, okay... And I came with a vendetta. Oh, no. I know. But then, okay, so Shay, there was this little moment of poetic justice, and it's, it's sustaining me. So this was at the height of the pandemic. So this was several months ago now when she comes in to this day. So that, that incident happened at the height of the pandemic. Well, just a couple weeks ago, and this is sustaining my life, and I'm living for this right now. She walks past me, goes to my coworker, like makes a show of it, and I'm like, "It's it's fine. I don't I don't want I don't want to take care of you." But um, she she stops it there, and she said she needs something, and my coworker's like, "Okay," and she says, "She says I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to be that Karen." And I'm like, "I'm like, bitch! You saw my TikToks." And they weren't even about you. Oh! Oh my god! Oh my gosh! That's
0: hilarious. She totally <laughs> knew. <laughs> she was self-aware. That's so unfortunate. <laughs>
1: I know. I was like, "That's that Those weren't even about you. But now I feel like I have to do one about you.
0: You should. You totally should. I love those Karen TikToks where people make like videos about the Karens, especially when they do like the different yes. like acting is hilarious to watch. You can't leave how people are sometimes so interesting.
1: And I understand people get frustrated. You can have a bad day. You can be ugly to me one day. It's it's this is now to for the record this client that was so ugly, she's always been ugly. This was just the peak of ugliness. So, it's not like this is my first interaction with her ever, you know what I mean? So, You know, if you're nice to your receptionist, if you're nice to your technician, don't just be nice to your veterinarian. Be nice to the support staff, too, because we're going to go out of our way to help you if you're kind or just not a dick. (laughs) dick.
0: So (laughs) true. You know, it's like part of it is just being respectful to just everybody that works there because everybody's like feelings and just kind of days matter. I feel like a lot of people kind of forget that even people that work in customer service have... Feelings, they have lives too and people forget that totally it's so sad. sad yeah anyway back to what we were talking about earlier with the whole mini veterinary pandemic in a way have you guys experienced any shortages lately in like in medicines or anything
1: girl everything everything is on back order and especially some of our dog foods and it's so concerning for our pet parents because some of those are prescription diets you know like for pets that have chronic bladder issues, chronic kidney issues, one of my own pets is on a kidney diet and when it's on back order, you know, you're like what do I do? So we're having to find all these substitutions. It's this whole thing. There was a ton of medicine that w- that was on back order indefinitely. So we've had to to switch to others and I mean every day I feel like we're calling people saying, "Hey, you know, we have your prescription, but we only had this many tablets." So we're gonna give you these until the rest come in, and it's everything. Everything. I mean, even some of our drugs we use for surgeries, you know, some of our blood work equipment is on back order.
0: Wow. How do you handle when the blood work, like equipment, and just like things that you use on a daily basis? How do you handle like those being on back order?
1: That one's a little tricky. So, like I said, luckily there's a few other clinics in our area. Typically, we're able to kind of call around and find somebody who has some. There have been a time or two, we've had to reschedule a couple of things that weren't emergent, but it's just kind of, we deal with it as it, as it comes. If we know that we don't have something or it's about to not have something, we'll, we'll kind of put off those surgeries. We'll delegate those to other days when it should be in.
0: Okay. That's smart. I like how you guys are problem solving right now. So I feel like your veterinary clinic at least is like, doing a lot better than what I've kind of read in the news lately. So do you have any tips, like knowing how like, the process goes at your own clinic? Do you have any tips for other veterinary hospitals that seem to be struggling more with handling all these changes and just like being able to meet the increasing demand?
1: Yes, um, it, it's very hard because it is so frustrating, but we have to remember, and I have to tell myself this every day, that there's a person on the other end of the leash. So even though we're here to care for their their pets, they have people too, and it's it's okay that they're upset. It's okay that they're concerned. It's not okay for them to treat you like crap, but a little bit of empathy really does go a long way. And and I like I said, I have to give myself this this speech every day because every morning I wake up and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> then you know you get going and it's okay. Um, try to. Forward book as much as you can. Our clinic has just started. You know, we get a puppy in, you know, say at six weeks old. We booster at nine weeks. We make that that nine-week appointment that same day. So it's booked out. You have that appointment. Same with, with annuals and dentals and you're, you're more, I mean, and there's going to be emergencies you can't control. You know, if someone's pet gets hit by a car or something, they they take priority. And there's always going to be people, and it, it just, it's a bummer how many people will be waiting in the waiting room, and they'll get mad because, well, I've been here waiting, and why did this person get to go before me? And, you know, I I find telling people, I'm so sorry we had a medical emergency, most, not all, but most people will be understanding and say, oh, gosh, I'm sorry. You know, if it was my pet, I would want you to take care of it first. (laughs) We'll be right back with more Pet Candy.
0: Hey, pet parents. This is your favorite lifestyle guru, Renee Michelle, and I'm excited to tell you about my new show on Pet Candy. Join me and make some cute pet stuff. Talk about life and love and everything in between.
1: Check out the Renee Michelle show on MyPetCandy.com, and let's have some fun. Do
0: you anticipate this changing anytime soon? Maybe just getting easier, less uh, patience, or I don't know. Just do you anticipate any changes coming?
1: Every time it starts to slow down some, it picks right back up. So we were kind of getting back to normal. We reopened our lobby and everything was okay. And now Omicron. So (laughs) it's... It, like, it gets better, and then it does—it's it, got to eventually get better. You know, it's, it's got to. We I, we have to believe that it will.
0: Right? <laughs> Otherwise, it's a little scary. Have you had uh, any uh, shortages of staff at your clinic with COVID?
1: Yes, we have. Just recently, I got very sick myself. It wasn't—my COVID test kept being negative, but I had all the symptoms. So I, I pretty much had to, to quarantine. Even my doctor was like, I don't know. That might have been a false negative. But, you know, I mean, we go in the rooms with these clients, they come to the front desk, they're breathing on us, even with a mask. I mean, it it just, stuff happens, you know, it's so contagious. And we have had that. We've had a lot of people out with with being sick, their children being sick. Likewise, we've had a lot of clients have to reschedule because they're sick, so... I think if everybody's just responsible and if you're sick, don't go to work. Don't go to the vet's office if you're sick, you know, unless it's a dire emergency, just put it off.
0: Right. get <laughs> better. Just, uh, you know, take a week off. Your dog can get, vas- get vaccinated next week. Right. They're already four months past due. Like, I mean, whatever. Yeah, for sure. This is kind of like crazy in my area. We have like a whole dog influenza pandemic, which is basically COVID for dogs. Have you had that before?
1: So we haven't seen it in our area, but I have heard of it. And we offer the vaccine and I tell people in our area that it's really not common, but if they get it, it's bad. So it's better if you can just go ahead and vaccinate.
0: Definitely. It's so crazy here. Like a lot of dogs are getting it and actually my little puppy got it, but he didn't have it too bad. No. Oh, my baby. He was sniffing and sneezing for a little bit. He got it because I take it. I took him to daycare training. He had this kind of. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was like a half and half. He gets training. He got daycare when he was like younger. And then he, of course, he catches it. And so I was like, oh, my gosh. So. He had, like, a whole week, like, to rest, and he was not a fan of the resting, but he he did it, and then he got better. So, it's just so crazy to see how, like, both humans and animals are getting sick at the same time.
1: They do. They do. It's incredible. We, my husband and I both had, like, the OG COVID when it first happened, you know. And by the time you know you have it, you've had it. Like, you've been all over your pets. So, you know, we're in quarantine, and there's us and all of our animals all piled up in the bed. And it's like, well, guys, I uh, I hope that you're not the lucky ones who get it. <laughs> and they, all the animals did fine. So I try to tell people, you know, of course, use precautions. But, I mean, I had that experience with my animals and COVID, so... I
0: think it's like harder to pass like actual COVID to the animals. Luckily, because I had right. I actually had COVID a couple a few times too. I didn't even do anything. I just catch it easily, and so um I had like my little pets, but they never got sick, so it was good. I was like, yay!
1: We can be sick, but not our pets. That's not okay.
0: <laughs> it's painful when they're sick. It's so sad.
1: Oh my goodness! My my buddy dog this yesterday had a really bad diarrhea blowout in the house and he's a good boy. He doesn't do that. So I was like, oh baby, you know, what'd you get into? Like, that's kind of terrible. So I took him, I brought him to work with me yesterday. So on top of all of our clients, I'm like, hey, can you squeeze in my dog too? (laughs) And, um, you know, they looked down like, okay, I think he's okay. We're going to give him some medicine and, you know, he's, he's going to be fine. Just give him this medicine and this prescription diet for his tummy. And it'll, he probably just ate something. Well, this morning I woke up and he always sleeps at the foot of the bed and we have a bunch of animals, but this one like is especially excited to go outside in the morning and he like wouldn't get up and it scared me. My heart my heart dropped to my butt because I called him and he didn't lift his head. I was like, oh my God, what's wrong? So he gets up and then he wouldn't go outside. Like I could tell his tummy was hurting, you know? So I had to bring him in. I brought him back to work today. I'm like, fix him. <laughs> fix my dog. <laughs> He's okay now. He's feeling a lot better. But that's why him's is helping jJ But it was so scary. Like, I understand when people are, are worried, even though it's diarrhea. Like, it's not. I mean, it's, it's still bad, but it's not the same as getting hit by a car or getting attacked by another dog or something. I get it. I totally get it.
0: Yeah, definitely. though. a little more life-threatening there. But it's always, like, good to be worried and take your dog to get checked to the vet. Well, I hope he feels totally better soon. Aww.
1: Oh, thank you. Hims is getting better. He likes his prescription food, so he's he's okay with it.
0: <laughs> he's a fan of it. I love that. That's so funny, though. Um, it's ironic because Lily Percy, my dog, he got diarrhea recently, too. So no. They're kind of twinning. I love that for them. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. And I had just made a like a TikTok joking about, I'm going to go eat Taco Bell because I don't value my underwear. And then my dog got sick, and I'm like, I swear I didn't share it with him. I don't know why he got the curse and not me. But, um, I, you know, I found this morning between the couch cushions, I found a ripped up plastic bag. That had chocolate croissants in it, and I bet you that's what he got into.
0: Wow, normally chocolate's like killer, so
1: it—it's not good. It's not good. It's um. So just fun fact. I mean, all chocolate is bad. You don't don't give your pets chocolate, please. The darker the chocolate, the worse it is. So your dark chocolates, your bacon chocolates, um, your 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 cocos. Those are those are real. I mean, they're all bad, but those are really bad your milk chocolates are still not good, but they're not, it takes a lot more to really cause problems. But he probably got a whole lot of it. So that's probably why he has the bubble gut. Poor dude. (laughs) (laughs) He's not having it right. Oh gosh. So it happens even to the vet, even to vet professionals. It happens, you know? They
0: all, they all get into something.
1: (laughs) Always. Always. Yeah.
0: First, he got into like some kid's toy at the barn, and I like left him like to go ride. He's all like, he's just chilling. He's in his dog bed. He's vibing. I come back, and somehow he had like this little like tree in different pieces, and I was like, oh, please tell me you didn't swallow oh, no! this anything. <laughs> Luckily, it did not come out in. Too, so we are okay. (laughs) He did not swallow anything, but I was like, oh, sir. Yeah.
1: Oh, goodness. Sometimes it's a curse to have all the knowledge because it's like, it could just be that he ate something he shouldn't have, or he could have like a tumor in his stomach, so it's like, no, I don't want to think like that. Ignorance is
0: bliss. I totally feel you on that, except I do it by Googling his symptoms, and that's never good.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so bad. That's so bad. Oh, no. I do that, too, though. Like, I know better, and I go into it knowing better. Like, knowing, like, this is self-sabotage. I'm going to be so upset after I read whatever this is. You just
0: Google, I don't know. You can Google, like, coughing or having diarrhea, and then the next second,
1: like... It's congestive heart failure or... Liver (laughs) damage. Right. Yes. You have three months to live. It's like, oh, God. And they always say they're like, it could be nothing. Or it could be
0: this, and you right? check with your vet, or you're a doctor, and you're like, okay, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. It's the same with animals. It's like, okay, these sam- these symptoms, it could be, you know, this little thing. You just need some antibiotics, or it could be certain death. <laughs> it's nothing in between.
0: So for sure. Okay, well, I'm gonna wrap up the podcast here. So thank you so much for joining. Do you have any more parting? Words of advice for just veterinarians or vet assistants in general during the pandemic times?
1: Hang in there, guys. I know it's hard. I know it sucks. It's Some days it's it's really, really hard. And there's a lot of stuff going on right now, you know, on a more serious note with depression and suicide. And, you know, you, you are heard. You are loved. You are important. What you do is important. You're helping these babies. You're helping the, your, their people. Just keep, keep going. And if you're at a clinic, you're unhappy, shit, everybody's hiring right now. <laughs> you know, find your unicorn clinic and you got this. We got this. I love you. Make good choices. And if you can't get into your vet right away, you can also use telemedicine. I love Petsy. It's so easy to use. You just download the app and then you can connect instantly with a veterinary professional 24-7 from all 50 states. And it's only $20 per call. We'll be
0: right
2: back with more Pet Candy. How do you do it? How do I do what, Jess? How do you manage to do it all? What's your secret? How do you do it? I can't keep up. Oh, that's simple. I make things easy. Ashley, what? Come on. Tell me the truth. Yes, Jess, I make things easy. I order everything online. Groceries, food, clothing, veterinarians. (laughs) What? (laughs) You order veterinarians online. Come on, girl, quit kidding me. Yes, Jess, I do. When I have a question or my pup isn't feeling well, I Petsy it. Petsy is a free app that lets me talk to a veterinary professional instantly, and for only $20. No, are you serious? Only $20? Yes. And I love Petsy. I can talk to a veterinary professional 24-7. It really gives me a peace of mind knowing that Petsy's there when I need them. Wow, Ashley, you amaze me. I'm downloading Petsy today. So, does that mean you're paying for lunch? Nope. (laughs)
0: Well, hopefully, the world begins to write itself soon. But thank you so much, Caitlin, for being on my podcast today and giving us the full scoop. It was a total pleasure. And thank you guys all for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode and learned a little bit from here. Oh yes, we see Caitlin. <laughs> She's on Zoom with me right now. She's just partying it up right now, raising the roof. I love it. But yes, thank you guys. Stay safe. Hope your pets stay safe. This has been Scoop with Shay. Have a great day.
1: Pet Candy, it's Pet Candy Radio. Radio.